I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and innovators so they can thrive by doing what they love. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. This is episode 97, and today I'm going to talk about holiday planning for jewelry e-commerce. So the day that this episode is released should be very close to, if not on, the first day of fall, which is the perfect time to talk about holiday planning. Yes, we still have one more season before winter and holiday arrives, but you should already be planning your holiday sale strategy for your jewelry brand. And to celebrate this episode, I'm wearing a Santa hat and bright red lipstick, which you can see for yourself if you're watching this episode on YouTube. Also, I have my little dog, Charlotte, here. She's joining me. She was making a little bit of noise, so I had to wrangle her in. You can definitely watch on YouTube if you want to see all the action. But before I get to that, I want to remind you that my book, Jewelry Marketing Joy, is now available for pre-order in case you missed the announcement. I also want to share some marketing-related news and insights from the past week that caught my attention. So my new book, Jewelry Marketing Joy, which is the first of its kind for the industry, is now available for pre-order on Amazon and will be shipping on October 13th. It includes more than 300 pages of comprehensive knowledge and wisdom about marketing your jewelry brand. Whether you're a beginner or you've been running your jewelry business for decades, you'll definitely better benefit from the information in this book. I've been working on this project all year and some of the content has even been pulled from years past. So you can't even imagine how excited I am to finally share this with you. Visit jewelrymarketingjoy.com for more information and to find the pre-order link. Let's get to some marketing related news. 2020 has been a difficult year for many jewelry brands and even e-commerce brands in general. However, it was a great time for marketing innovation and businesses now have access to more marketing technology than they ever had before. It's a great time to get creative with how you're reaching your customers. According to a recent article published on Built-In, some of the most exciting marketing developments of 2020 so far have included virtual events and conferences, interactive content, omni-channel marketing, personalized email marketing, chatbots, and more. Which of these things have you taken advantage of this year so far? Jewelry PR maven Francesca Simons recently spoke to JCK about how fine jewelers are surviving and thriving in a time of pandemic. To stay resilient during this time, she says, quote, key messaging throughout has been not to dwell on what we can't do and focus on what we can do. Since things have reopened, the positive attitude is really what has pushed us all through to make better decisions for the company moving forward past this." End quote. Can you relate to what she has to say? 
Have you adjusted your messaging to be more positive? I'd love to hear about the ways that you've shifted your communications over the past few months. At some point on this podcast, I discussed LVMH's pending deal to buy Tiffany & Company earlier this year. You may have heard from the news updates that there have been many roadblocks along the way. And LVMH recently announced that they're going to be delaying the acquisition for at least another three more months. According to the New York Times, quote, the transaction worth more than $16 billion was set to be the largest ever in the luxury sector. Wow. End quote. So what does this mean for the future of luxury? We'll have to wait and see. If you want to get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up, and you'll get a digest with the links every time a new episode drops. All right, let's get to holiday planning because tis the season. As much of a world whirlwind as this past year has been, you probably can't even imagine thinking about the holiday season at this point. Alternatively, you may be the business owner who's actually looking forward to it since you really feel like you can make up for any sales that you lost in March and April at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic during the upcoming holiday season. So it might be really exciting for you. This podcast episode, as I mentioned, is going to be released around the first day of fall, so you're probably just settling into your pumpkin spice lattes, or if you're like me, you're buying all the fall-scented candles at Home Goods. That's a true story. Many years ago, I used to work as a sales associate at Macy's in the Newport Center Mall in Jersey City, New Jersey. This particular store location was actually used as a merchandising model for other stores in the Northeast region. They would start putting up holiday decorations and displays in September, so merchandising leaders from other stores could come study our store's example. I was always struck by the sight of garland and red bows around Labor Day, but now it makes total sense to me. Some of the biggest retailers in the world start planning their holiday strategies in August and sometimes even as early as July. If you're a smaller jewelry brand, you don't necessarily have to start planning that early. However, if you haven't planned your holiday marketing strategy by the time this podcast episode is released, then you definitely need to get into gear now, like immediately after you're done listening to this episode, you gotta start your planning. Why is early holiday planning so important, especially this year? In a recent blog post published on Clavio's website, Joshua Baer, the director of e-commerce and digital marketing at the Amorex Group said, quote, it's going to be very important for brands to start prospecting and looking for customers in September. The marketplace for holiday advertising is going to be very crowded with a lot of brands making their shift to online. Brands need to get out there early and often to find new customers, end quote. So where should you begin and what timeline should you be following? Let's break it down month by month. September is the time to reflect on what happened last year, set your goals, 
and assess what you need moving forward. Of course, 2020 is much different from any year before it. The COVID-19 pandemic completely blew many jewelry brands off course. However, you can still assess your performance from last year and determine what worked and what could use some improvement. Did you get most of your sales from email marketing campaigns? If so, invest some more time, money, and energy into your email strategy. You can send more frequent emails or take steps now to grow your list before November arrives. When did you get the most sales and how can you focus your promotions around those times? Now's the chance to get on the same wavelength as your customers. Be a customer whisperer. <laughs> the same article from Clavio that I mentioned earlier says, quote, in a year that's been plagued with supply chain and lo logistical challenges, brands will need to be particularly attuned to consumer shopping habits and adjust their marketing strategies and messages to entice shoppers to make purchases earlier in order to receive them in time for the holidays this year, end quote. What do you do if you're a brand new jewelry brand and you don't have any historical data from last year? Well, you may just wanna try to reflect on some of your favorite brands and how they've handled holiday marketing in the past. Or my favorite thing to do is use trusty old, old Google. You can Google the term best holiday marketing campaigns and you'll see so many inspiring examples. I know because I tried it and you can adapt some of them for your budget and available resources. That's a really great place to start. In September, you'll definitely wanna set some realistic holiday sales goals. If you're an established jewelry brand, then you know what's possible and you can determine a goal based on past results. If you're a new jewelry brand, then try to determine how many units you can realistically sell given the size of your current prospective customer base. Once you know your goals, you can start making decisions about what will help you achieve those goals. For example, if you already have an excellent Instagram presence and lots of engagement on your Instagram profile, then you'll wanna double down on your efforts with Instagram and decide exactly how you'll be doing that, whether it means investing in better photography, paying for ads, hiring a pro copywriter, or something else. In addition, you'll wanna take stock of what you will need for the holidays. Do you have enough holiday-themed photo assets for your e-commerce store and your social media profiles? What are some of your best-selling products and what can you do to push them as gifts? Do you need to make any technical or aesthetic changes to your website? For example, you wanna look at things like your mobile usability, your customer service information, your navigation and overall user experience, your product pages, your page load speed, etc. Do you need to hire a marketing partner or other outside collaborator to help you execute some of your ideas? Make a big list and start figuring out how you can get thing these things done in the next few weeks, ideally before Halloween. What should you be doing in October? This is a time to plan and gather. Now that you have a strategy and you know what you need in order to achieve your goals, you'll wanna assign a timeline that will guide you from early October through early January. 
Let's pretend you decide to invest in email marketing because you like the return it gave you last year during the holiday season. Then you'll need to make a plan week by week to show how your timeline will look. You'll also wanna start thinking about the content of those emails. Definitely think about how you're gonna adjust your marketing efforts around Black Friday slash Cyber Monday as you get closer to the Christmas holiday. Which promotions can you afford to offer your customers and how do you wanna distribute those promotions throughout the holiday season? What does holiday production and shipping look like for you? What is your shipping cutoff for Christmas? How will you adjust your return policy for gifting, if at all? These are all questions you need to be able to answer. Furthermore, you'll want to start looking at the list of things you'll de- you decided you'll need in September and see if there's anything missing now that you have in your plan. Will you need any additional photos for your emails? Will you need a graphic designer and or copywriter to help you take your emails to the next level? October is all about gathering the resources you need so you're not scrambling to find them in November and December when you should be 100% focused on the customer experience. November. It's time to get serious. You've gathered everything you need and you've implemented a detailed plan. Hopefully you've been following your plan and have made any changes or updates that need to be made. Depending on when when your customers start shopping for holiday, you may see an increase in sales at the beginning of November or more toward the middle of the month. Regardless, you should definitely be paying attention to those numbers and asking yourself if the reality of the situation is in line with your expectations. Look at Google Analytics and other analytics regularly. If anything isn't going as expected, then the beginning of November is the last chance you really have to make last minute changes. December, you're gonna be bringing your A game. You don't really have the option to be disorganized or make mistakes in December. In late November and especially throughout December, you need to communicate regularly with customers and portray your brand in the best light. Make sure you're proofreading everything. Check that your product details are correct and respond to customer inquiries and issues in a prompt manner. If you prepared adequately during the past few months, then you'll have nothing else to do but focus on execution and on making your customers holiday happy and bright. Doesn't stop there guys, in January you gotta keep going. Don't forget that the holiday season doesn't stop in late December. In early January, some people may still be buying gifts. Maybe they forgot to buy someone a present, or maybe they didn't get the thing they wanted from Santa. As a result, you should still be extending your holiday marketing strategy into early January before your sales slow later that month. Do you feel prepared for the holidays? Do you have high hopes for the season or are you worried that COVID-19 will impact your ability to sell? What do you think? You can always email me Larissa, L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com with your questions, comments, or feedback. Visit jewelrymarketingjoy.com to find out how you can pre-order your copy of my book, which will be officially published on October 13th. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com. 
where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.